0: But this show isn't for kids. So if you're under 18 years old, then fuck off.
1: Yeah, get out of here.
0: So, Brie, I just want to wish you a big, warm, happy, merry Christmas.
1: Oh, it, it's not Christmas anymore.
0: No, it. What are you talking about? It's. It's December it's, 24th.
1: No, it's January 10th. It's <laughs> December 24th. Uh, okay. F- yes. Okay, sure
0: it's christmas and i say it's christmas so it's christmas damn it hello club members and welcome to the animation appreciation club today we watched
1: a year without a santa claus
0: and porn oh boy because today is christmas and here at the animation appreciation club offices We think Christmas is just a little bit too innocent.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's been too innocent for too long.
0: So, forfeiting possibly any way that we could get a sponsorship from any company that isn't ExtremeRestraints.com or Adam and Eve. Hit us up, babies. We're watching A Year Without a Santa Claus and Maiden Dream.
1: (laughs) It's Maids and Dream. You You didn't fucking plural.
0: Fuck, I don't know things.
1: Yeah, because there's more than one.
0: Yeah, but it's also like broken English. Like, this is a really bad anime.
1: Oh my god, it's it's not good. It's really not.
0: I know at the beginning of all of our episodes, we have the little thing that says, if you're under 18, don't watch this. But if you're under 18, really don't fucking watch this. We are going to be talking about literal pornography. Anyway, time for a year without a Santa Claus. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. I'm Mr. Icicle. I'm Mr. Ten Below. Friends call me snow miser. Whatever I touch turns to snow in my clutch. I'm too much. Please He's Mr. White
1: Christmas. He's Mr. Snow. He's Mr. the Icicle.
0: He's Mr. Tendalow. Friends call me snow Miser. Whatever I touch turns to snow in my clutch.
1: <laughs> He's too much. It starts out, and Santa has a bad cold, and he's really sick.
0: Yeah, how is Santa so fucking frail? He is, like, this immortal being. This immortal gift golem. Yeah. And he's, no, this immortal gift genie. And he's just like, you know, I got a cold.
1: (laughs) He works one day a year. His elves do the rest of the fucking work, and he's like, I'm sick. I'm calling in.
0: I'm sick. Everyone cancel Christmas. When's Christmas? Tomorrow? Fuck.
1: Yeah. And
0: (laughs) And it's like, it's kind of a misnomer because like, and this is a spoiler for a movie that was made in the 70s. 74. The year ends up having a Santa
1: Claus. (laughs) Oh boy. How could you spoil this for me?
0: You know, the whole conflict is that Santa doesn't want to do things this year, but then people are like, hey, Santa, you're pretty cool. Then he's like, well, I guess I'm pretty cool.
1: Because him and the doctor are both like, you know what? No one really cares about Santa anymore. Like, no one believes in Santa, which doesn't make sense. Because in a world where Santa exists, where do the adults think these fucking gifts are coming from?
0: And then, like, later on, we discover that belief in Santa is just kind of like, a normal thing for adults to have in this universe. Yes. (laughs) And, like, most of the time when kids don't believe in Santa, it's because their parents haven't properly described it to them, or in the case of, what was his name? Iggy. Ignatius Thistlewhite.
1: Yeah, that that dude. I'm
0: going to call him exclusively by his full name.
1: Oh. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Ignatius Thistlewhite, he was just like, I'm being rebellious, and I don't understand Santa Claus, so I don't believe in Santa Claus. And then his mom his dad, and Santa Claus himself all sing a song that's just like, dude, why why wouldn't I you believe, believe in Santa Claus? I
1: believe in Santa Claus. <laughs> They're straight up, like, it, it makes things worthwhile. So Santa is very important in this role, because without him yeah. things aren't worthwhile.
0: And this isn't a snowless place. But like to be fair, the initial conflict of this film ends really quickly. Like, uh, you ever thought of Santa Claus, it's kind of a misnomer? Because it's not really Santa's story, you know? Like, Santa is a part of it, but it's, it's really more a story about... Yeah, Jingle and Jangle the Elves.
1: I fucking love them.
0: Who go on this whole thing of, like... So, Mrs. Claus is like, hey, Santa's sick, but he's really just being a little piss baby.
1: Yeah.
0: So... <laughs> he's
1: being a pussy boy.
0: <laughs> and that's a direct quote. My husband's being a pussy boy. Fix it. <laughs> So, uh, Jingle and
1: Jangle.
0: Damn, uh. Damn, uh. K. K, Miss C. Yeah, do we Uh, have
1: to be the ones to do it? Yes, Jingle and
0: Jangle. You know, I'm just surprised they allowed so much swearing in the kids' movie in the 70s. Yup. It was (laughs)
1: the 70s. You could get away with pretty much anything.
0: (laughs) But, um, so Jingle and Jangle just ride off on, I think it's Dasher? One of the reindeer. Vixen. On Vixen, which. I like how they call Vixen a girl. Because, like,. In greater Santa Claus canon, and this is where, or this series is where it originates from, Vixen is the only female reindeer on Santa's crew. Oh. Which I could go the easy route and s- joke about how that means there must be some crazy reindeer orgies. But instead, I'm just going to say that she is a very strong woman, and I'm proud of her for bucking. <laughs> For bucking gender roles.
1: <laughs> Cut this shit out. <laughs> I didn't
0: even realize I made that. Bu- yeah, uh, I'm proud of Vixen for bucking gender roles and really just sticking it to the man.
1: <laughs> Although someone pointed out that in nature, like, it's the females reindeer that keep their horns in the winter. So really, they're all, all of women. So you all know what, ladies? I see you. Keep this shit or, up.
0: Alternatively, Vixen is the only cis one. <laughs> we got a bunch of trans reindeer. Uh, but anyway. So Jingle and Jangle are just happily on their way. And they apparently just go directly to the equator. Either that or Heat Miser and Snow Miser have really, like, inconsistent territories. Because they get right in a territory dis- dispute and end up landing in Texas.
1: <laughs> they straight up go into a turf war.
0: Yeah, they're, like, in. Like the battleground where people are like dying, like actually dying, being like evaporated and frozen. And then they're just like, ah, and they fall into uh, Texas.
1: <laughs> yeah. they,
0: they say it's not Texas. It's Southtown, USA. But then they literally it's have Dixie. a song where they call it Dixie because this is a jukebox musical as in the great christmas tradition this is a jukebox musical and one of the songs talks very clearly about going home to or about it's snowing in dixie i believe was the song it's,
1: it's... gonna snow 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 right here in dixie
0: it yeah will be you know white
1: overnight there will be snow
0: dixie texas yeah <laughs> also the uh the theme song for a year without a santa claus is just like very oddly happy like it was a year without, without a Santa, Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. And it's like you're singing about possibly one of the most tragic moments of Santa's career. I know. Why is the song so happy?
1: I don't know. For a man who only works one fucking day a year two, I don't know. That really gets me. And
0: like I was very disappointed because like there was a whole thing about like Mrs. Claus being like, hey, I could be Santa Claus. Then she was just like, oh, no, I'm not up for it. I'm a lady.
1: She's like, I can't be Santa. I'm a woman.
0: I even, like, praise this film as just, wow, this film is surprisingly progressive and feminist for the 70s. (laughs) (laughs) And then immediately I was like, nope, she's just sending her elves on a fetch quest. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, that would have ended the movie, like, right there, though. True. Like, fine, if someone's gotta do this shit. I don't think you realize how many children still believe in your dumb ass.
0: Yeah. And, like, I feel like it would be really, like, a really neat interpretation of Santa Claus, of the Santa Claus mythos, to have both Santa and Mrs. Claus take on the helm of Santa Claus and they just, like, alternate through years, depending on, like, who's doing what at what time. Yeah. I think that would be, like, a really neat just kind of cute thing.
1: Yeah. But this was 74.
0: I'm very curious. Uh, why was ignatius thistle whistle probably possibly the best acted
1: um
0: like this little child like excluding like mrs claus which is one of my favorites and santa of course
1: yeah i mean mickey rooney dude have you seen him in breakfast and tiffany's playing an asian man
0: uh i forgot that was a thing (laughs) i'm sorry everyone (laughs) but uh, like you know i i really like ignited thistle whistle he's a he's a fun guy even though his story really doesn't go much of anywhere
1: it doesn't do shit but it's really it's it's endearing i like
0: it it feels like uh ignited thistle bush was just like a remnant of an older version of the story because mrs claus makes like big deep importance of just oh well remember him he'll be important later and he like directs jingle and jangle to the to the dog pound (laughs) Oh. and that's his narrative purpose that like was everything built up for so what I think happened is that that was like an earlier version of the script
1: there's also like earlier we talked about the miser brothers and what they have to go to uh mother nature but okay so when they're talking about it, it's like okay you need to allow snow and dixie you need to allow heat and wherever in
0: the north pole
1: yeah in the north pole There's a goof there where, like, um, Mother Nature says, like, to the wrong miser brother which to do. And, you know, what it's not serious. It was actually just kind of funny, but... um,
0: Well, is that a mistake? Because I always saw it as, like, hey, you need to let your brother do this, and you need to let your brother do that.
1: Well, no, I know. She says, like, um, hold on. I I can find it. I I have it written down somewhere.
0: Also, uh, it's revealed in the follow-up to A Year Without a Santa Claus, A Miser Brothers Christmas, oh which exists and is real, uh, and came out in 2006, that uh, Heat Miser and Snow Miser are half-brothers, which means that either Mother Nature got divorced twice or is sleeping around.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, where, yeah, Snow Miser refers to Heat Miser as stepbrother, but then, like, he just says brother, and it's like, but they both call, like, Mother Nature just mom, and it's like, I'm confused, but I am mean, it's probably just... Uh,
0: yeah, in the... Semantics. In the sequel that doesn't exist, uh, they clarify that they're half brothers. Oh, okay. In like, that from, like, 2003, you know, back when Rankin and Bass were both very, very much dead. Also, why are the misers twice Mother Nature's size? Mm. Like... Mother Nature is just like this tiny old lady. While, like, Heat Miser and Snow Miser are just like these fucking giant behemoths. Like, I'm talking Titans from Hercules, like the Titanomachy. How did she push these out of her loins?
1: You know, maybe they came out like really small as babies.
0: <laughs> like, I was very excited for Mother Nature because I didn't remember at all what she looked like. And I was so happy when she just looked like a good mom. <laughs> like, she is she is a quality mom. Yeah. Mother Nature?
1: She's like, oh, mom. no, they're like, oh, I don't think they mean much trouble. And she's just like, no, they're little shit.
0: And then, like, Jingle and Jangle end up not being the ones that take Vixen out of the pound. Santa
1: Claus does that. Oh, boy. Oh, oh yeah. Also, okay. So when there's snow in Southtown, we see that, but we never see any warm weather in the North Pole. Like,
0: Yeah, we don't heat, see a sunny day in the heat- North Heat-Mizer Pole. Heat Miser
1: got fucked. Like we know who's I mean, mother's favorite. Well,
0: they say specifically that Snow Miser was mother's favorite. Like Heat Miser complains about that. <laughs> so I think I'll just I don't think that was intentional, but it's really fucking funny. <laughs> uh, and also, uh uh Vixen lives in the cold, so by being in the heat for so long it's like Oh no, she's gonna die. So-
1: But they go around the entire world.
0: Yeah, also, Santa Claus puts Vixen in blankets when she's being retrieved from the pound. Oh boy. Why are you putting Vixen in blankets? She's supposed to be cold.
1: Just to smother. Is
0: is, is he trying to, like, give his dog a heat stroke?
1: I mean, then you don't have to pay, like, the registration fees.
0: I mean, that's, I guess. (laughs) You know what else? It was super surreal hearing Elvis be sung by a small child. A small little girl child. Because, like, after Santa is like, whoa, wait a minute. People do believe in me. And I'm important to people. Fucking.
1: Santa throwing his fucking fit.
0: He was still like, I'm sick and I don't want to deal with it. And so all across the world, all across the world, everyone is just like, hey. Hey, Santa. Hey, hey, Santa. (laughs) No, you should do. We should give you gifts.
1: I know you work one day a year, but you deserve a raise.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and so like all of the kids, little kids, little boys and little girls, little neithers, all go. They're all like just giving giving presents to Santa, which is it's nice and it's sweet. They
1: exclusively say some of them don't even have money. So they're just, like, desperately trying to make them some shit. And it's like, look at the distress you put children in.
0: Yeah. And then finally he's like, well, time to do a Santa.
1: Yeah, time to do the job that I only have to do one day a year.
0: And then the person, the Southtown dude, was just like, earlier in the film, if you make it snow in Southtown, then I will call all of the other mayors of the United States and make Christmas An official national holiday. Uh, Honey. So, this is the origin of Christmas being an official national holiday. You know, not the overt attempts to over-Christianize our nation throughout the decades, as opposed to being a secular nation as the Founding Fathers envisioned. No, it's it's because Santa. In the...
1: In the... In this movie, he's claiming that it hasn't been a national holiday. But Santa's been working for the entire world for many fucking years at this point.
0: Yeah, since he was a young man. Yeah,
1: back in like, 74. Since he was... At... Back in 70. This is 74. Cause...
0: Since he was, like, in his 20s. Because, like, the Santa from Santa Claus is Coming to Town is in, like, his 20s.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it starts when he's, like, an infant, too.
0: He was raised by, by the... Kringle elves to be like, and we're getting into some expanded universe shit. So if you don't understand this, that's fine. Just watch the entire Rankin Bass cinematic universe. Yeah. Uh he was raised by fucking Kringle Elves to just go and make toys for like his whole thing was that he was taught from an early age to be the most giving person in the planet. Yeah. And somehow own And everyone was already celebrating Christmas, like, Christmas was such a deep holiday in, like, everyone's lives, so why wasn't it a national holiday? Like, it isn't a religious holiday in the Rankin-Bass universe. Santa Claus actually exists. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's Santa. If
0: anything, it goes against the Ten Commandments, because that might be considered praising a false idol.
1: Um, Santa is the one true god, so I, the Ten Commandments can go suck in the dick. They can eat my entire
0: ass. Uh, also, in the uh, little kids given presents to Santa Claus thing, for some reason, like, they gave all of the other races, even the races that are known for having, like, different eyes from Europeans, just, like, n- European-style eyes, but they gave Asians and Native Americans, <laughs> like, little almonds without any whites or anything. And I just, like... <sighs> M- the movie's 70s is showing and i i don't like it this movie is timeless except for that moment <laughs> where it is extremely not timeless <laughs> it is 100% timely to the 1970s yeah it's and, it's ugh.
1: extremely 74 right there
0: like and it still has a good message of just like hey be good to each other have unity but also maybe just like portray the asian characters like other people
1: <laughs> No, no, it's fine, it's fine. I
0: think it's because, like, they did literally, like, no other racial differences besides skin tone and some of them having different eye shapes.
1: Oh, and, like, the clothes.
0: And the clothes, but, like, it feels like doing the super squinty eyes is, like, in the same vein as giving the African characters big red lips, you know? (laughs) Like, I feel like (laughs) that's the same energy. No, no, that's just accurate. No, no, that is 100% same energy. Yeah. And both like make me would make me uncomfortable. But like we we were out of mostly out of the minstrel show phase of the United States at this point. And we were just kinda into the Asians aren't really people phase.
1: But again, look at Mickey Rooney's other role. Yes.
0: And this furthers my point. Yeah. But like going back on the positives, um, the, the way they do tears in this film is are really cool. Like they do like oh, little yeah. droplets of I don't they're either like Mod Podge or like dried uh, hot glue, but like just little like physical droplets. And that's such mm-hmm. a neat way to do it.
1: Yeah, I agree. That is something I think I've always noticed
0: is how... super clever. And they still, like, do little scenes of, like, oh, the teardrop falls on the page and it sprinkles into other teardrops.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of shiny, but the page gets wet, and it...
0: Yeah, yeah. it's a whole thing, and it's so nice. And, like, these films, say what you will about the other non-stop-motion Rankin-Bass productions, a lot of them are horseshit. But the stop-motion ones had so much care and so much effort put into them. There's a reason that they, or that the mere style just screams Christmas. There's a reason that Spongebob did a special imitating these things. Yeah. Like, this stuff, the Rankin-Bass specials, good or bad, is a genuine part of Americana.
1: Well, there's a reason they're played non-stop every December. Well, okay, it's like, every year when you're watching Christmas movies on TV, which are the ones that are played the most? Santa Claus is coming to town. Year without a Santa. It's always yes. the
0: Rankin Bass.
1: Okay, MacGuffins can come in. Oh,
0: this film As, is like yeah, the Rankin Bass specials. Like, they are.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every day you're
0: culture. watching
1: TV. What are the ones that come on like every Year without a Santa Claus. Santa Claus has come to ta- shut the fuck up, <laughs> Rudolph, and then like the Grinch. Yeah.
0: It's always. Oh, there's I know an airplane. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I live two miles from the airport. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is this is gonna be a really great experience for recording the porn part. Oh sweet Jesus! <laughs> Just like planes flying left and right while your cats are meowing in the background. But anyway, like these films, I think for both the best elements and the worst elements are American culture.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Like they are the thing that. Sort of brings a great deal of America together. Even if you're like not into Christmas, you definitely know these films. Because they've left such an impact on America as a nation. <laughs> <laughs> on the hearts and lives of so many people. And the cat is trying to interrupt me, but I won't let him get a word in edgewise. Shall we move on to the porn? <laughs>
1: I guess.
0: Let's do that.
1: We might have to refilm parts of this. No,
0: no, it's fine. It's fine. Now, uh, let's look at the porn after these messages. After these messages. We'll be right back. We don't have any real sponsors yet, so if you would like to sponsor us, please email us at anyappclub at gmail.com. That is A-N-I A-P-P C-L-U-B at gmail.com. Thank you. So uh n- now we're going to do Maiden Dream, but I really don't want to sing about porn. So instead I'm just going to do the Heat Miser song because I don't know if you know this. Heat Miser's pretty hot.
1: <laughs> we all know this.
0: I'm Mr. Green Christmas. I'm Mr. Sun. I'm Mr. Heat Blister. I'm Mr. 101. Friends call me Heat Miser. Whatever I touch starts to melt in my clutch. I'm too much. He's Mr. Green Christmas. He's Mr. Sun.
1: He's Mr. Heat Blister. whatever I touch starts to melt in my clutch. he's
0: too much thank you so uh maids in dream again children kids Go away asexuals who are like repulsed by sex we are going to be talking about graphic depictions of sexual behavior as done by cartoon characters that we can only assume are of age in our United States of America. Oh
1: my god, they never say... They
0: never say the age, but considering they're all working adults, I think we can assume.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? I guess that's true. They don't really look that young. They kind of look like the average 18...
0: Uh... Yeah, they look like 18-year-old fetish girls. Yeah. But, like, they they don't look very young, but they're all so short.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: they do one st- uh, one shot at the beginning that's like pulled out camera of the master and all of his uh, slave women. And this shit becomes a a lot creepier when you say that they're slave women and not maids. But I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of into it. Uh, yeah
1: no they seem to like it which is strange
0: i mean i don't think it's strange for grown women to like sex
1: well but the slave part i
0: mean i relate
1: (laughs) but it's like legitimate slavery they're like no our only purpose is to like help people from other worlds find like what they fucked up on and then get back to their job and we just stay here and deal with it
0: it's okay uh You know, we all get that way when we're in subspace sometimes.
1: Yeah, uh, sometimes it'd be like that. Can I just, like, kind of start with... There's a lot of still frames of faces. Like, their faces don't move anymore. And they're
0: always terrible. Like, they have some sort of, like, debilitating... Like vegetableism or something.
1: Yeah, it's always like uh, some of the animation here is not very fluid or good. I can tell that the budget's not. It's like they got a they had a few Chuck E. Cheese tokens. It's like the the faces there there's not a lot of movement besides like from one facial expression to a completely yeah, different. Yeah, it's
0: just one. like a bunch of still images. It's not cool. It's not good. It's all stupid and bad.
1: No, and I don't like the coloring oh, yeah. job. Like, the, um, Coloring's
0: god-awful, too. Where, like...
1: They
0: they all look dead, and that is just something that you have to deal with, I guess, when you're critiquing anime, but, uh... Also, I think each character is based off of, like, a different fetish, but it's not, like, common fetishes.
1: I didn't totally get that. I mean, I could kind of see where they tried, but they didn't do a very good job if that's what they were going for. Well,
0: like, they have big-titty innocent girl with glasses. They have, uh...
1: Sword Clu- girl. They have
0: yeah. They have like brash sword girl. You know Rainbow Dash with a sword. Yeah. They have clumsy dweeb. They have Lolly, which it's weird to call her a Lolly because like she she one hundred percent acts like a Lolly, but yeah. she still has like a fully developed normal human body. <laughs> she's just... like she is by all means an adult. She just kind of acts younger yeah, than she... she is. Which I mean, if that's how you live your life, then go I you. I mean,
1: she maybe she's like developmentally behind.
0: I mean, she might be like, you know, maybe she has autism and maybe this is like the autism slut representation that we need. God knows I can't be that all the time.
1: <laughs> I've got other shit to get done.
0: I've got other shit to do that isn't sex. <laughs> that isn't pornography. Like podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I'm running three podcasts while I'm in college. Kill me now, Brie. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm taking on far too much work. Anyway, you know, something that didn't really that, like boggled the mind. Uh, some of the characters wear, like, normal maid outfits. They're just, like, maid outfits. But then, like, a good majority just, like, have weird, wacky colors. Like, yellow and purple. And I don't know... Why can't... Th- this isn't how maids work. They need to be uniform. They need to be uniform maids. <laughs> and,
1: and,
0: and and then, like...
1: Also, what was it in the beginning he supposedly drank? Like, medicine? Medicine or, like, juice. Why was there just, like, a hole? like beer stein of a it
0: a klutz girl being klutzy and weird
1: also he drinks like the whole thing before getting sick you can that's take just an anime one thing. sip and be like oh
0: that's just Katsura. an anime thing dude
1: i mean yeah when she's like saying like it's kind of not my fault He should have tested it first she's right
0: yeah yeah next, uh, next like the one of the first things that comes out of their fucking mouths oh and i should preface this by saying uh this is the afterlife i guess our main character was hit by a car, and I've watched all the episodes of this. It doesn't come to a conclusion, satisfyingly. He just kind of moves on, and that's it. You know, we might re- we might watch the, 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 the other episode next year. You know, for Christmas. Christmas.
1: Maybe. But,
0: like, so, the girl, uh, one of the girls, like the smart girl, the girl that's the leader, fucking goes, this place is everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Like fuck you. That's
1: not an answer. You know?
0: Just like just like fuck you. That is not an answer. If you want to say it's the afterlife, it's perfectly fine to just be like bitch you dead. Yeah. If you can't say bitch you dead, then they just be like Do some
1: hellraiser shit? And like because that's like in hellraiser it's like what are you? We're angels to some demons to others. And it's like okay, I guess that makes sense when you're dealing with like Cinnabites, where you had like you just open this weird ass puzzle box. But here it's like he just w- he just wakes up after yeah. getting hit by a car, and he's like, "Where am I?" And they're like, mm, "How about we don't answer?" Yeah, this place that? is
0: everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Like, <laughs> oh, imagine imagine Hellraiser, but it's a bunch of cute anime girls that just want to fuck you. <laughs>
1: oh, I know they. Like you, you still have to like.
0: <laughs> Cut your wrist open on fucking like a nail or something. Just like, you still have to believe. It's
1: just like, ooh, but, master, what's that? And it's like, oh, Jesus, I did not like, want this.
0: Oh, master, I spilled my drink. I spilled your drink and I'm Punishment. on the ground. I sure hope you don't pull down my panties and fuck me in the ass. <laughs> it's like,
1: it's like, I did not want to open that. I wanted the cinnabite not like weird ooh, girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, master. Were angels to some and demons to others.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
0: Like, the budget of this shit was, like, five yen.
1: Yeah, no, this was, like, a couple Chuck E. Cheese tokens they found in Kid Vomit. Oh, no,
0: like, do they have Chuck E. Cheese in Japan?
1: I don't don't think
0: they do. This was a Japanese production. I mean,
1: I'm pretty sure their version of Chuck E. Cheese is the suicide Forest. so.
0: As in Logan Paul goes there.
1: Man, we've gone a whole year without him filming dead bodies. I'm proud.
0: I'm not, because he shouldn't (laughs) have fucking done it in the first place. Also, didn't another creator, like, film a dead body directly after him and basically get away with it?
1: I don't remember. That was, like, a year ago. Yeah, it was too long. I can't say I really remember. Because uh, it's like, I was just kind of like, this is some dumb shit going on. How do you not realize that's?
0: Oh, hi, plane.
1: I live like two, three miles from the airport.
0: Thanks, plane. Uh, You know, it's really quite nice that you stopped in. And I really like hearing your input about porn. <laughs>
1: the airplane has some strong opinions.
0: Yeah, that, that plane, like, I think he really enjoyed it. You could see his penis from the sky
1: yeah you could you see the what? planes dick. frankly I'm feeling inadequate right now
0: frankly I'm feeling horny
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this episode is never going to get or this episode is going to keep us from getting any monetization outside of like patreon and like pornhub and like <laughs> extremestraints.com. Good which I mean if you want to support us go ahead. Anyway.
1: Do we post this on YouTube?
0: Uh, no, of course not. Why would we? (laughs) We Uh, say fuck like every other minute.
1: This is true. I just thought that it's like even if we don't get taken down it might reach a different audience too, but...
0: No, we post this on SoundCloud, which allows for explicit material as long as it's tagged and on um, cause like their, uh, their system is very much based on like what tags. So like if your tag has NSFW and porn in it, then they won't show it to a child. Hey, YouTube, trust your fucking creators. And then iTunes is, iTunes literally had, has podcasts about porn and sexual safety. So we're good. We're 100% good. So I forget exactly the ending of this shit, but I feel like one of these maids is his dead girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it, it very much it's feels like subtle. one of these. Like that, like the leader girl. The purple hair bitch.
1: The only one he doesn't fuck in this episode.
0: Uh, he only fucks two of them in this episode. She's the only one he doesn't fuck throughout the entire series.
1: Um, there's three. There's, there's three? Th- Who's
0: the th- Oh, yeah, he, he double teams. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh I, <laughs> oh, I almost forgot about it. Like, this show is just full of a bunch of pans, which are, like, the cheapest thing to do digitally. There's, like, this one... It's just a bunch of looping animation. The sex scenes, like, it's not good at all. And everything that is isn't a genital is, like, stationary.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Uh, Like, the faces... It's
1: not good.
0: Even when, like, the heads move, the faces don't always move. It's It's super (laughs) weird. I know. It's, like,
1: the facial... They're just, like, frozen. And it makes no sense. They're
0: frozen because the nut too good. (laughs) And, uh... And they like a, go on
1: for, like, a weird amount of time. And like you said, it's just, like, the they same, go on same, like, like, three scenes. I've,
0: like, I've already nutted twice.
1: Yeah, it legitimately will show, like, three or four, or two or three. Not quite that bad, but it's, like, it's still going. Like, and it's, like, okay, at yeah. this point, it starts at about the 10-minute mark. It's it starts at the about the
0: 15-minute mark. It starts halfway through this shit. The first sex scene is halfway through the fucking story.
1: Yeah, throughout the whole episode, the pacing's really weird. I don't know whether to call it bad.
0: Like, instead, the pacing should have been, like, maid does something bad early on. Oh no, she gets punished. Maid does something <laughs> bad early on. Oh no, she gets punished. Like earlier on, or even like just like a bunch. Have the first episode. Have the first half just like dedicated to seeing how the maids fuck up, so that it can be like that dom fantasy of like oh, these are why these girls must be punished. I will punish them with fuck.
1: (laughs) Which doesn't even make that much sense. Dude, it's it's
0: a Dom thing. Like, this is all just, like, one big Dom fantasy. yeah. Like, it's it's BDSM.
1: But at the same time, he makes a weird comment later where he's like, if I'm not stopped, I'm going to keep forcing them. And it's like, uh, you know, I didn't really get that vibe from them, but if that's what you think you're doing if you think you're raping them holy shit like he he believes that and it's like okay that is you need to do something i
0: guess it feels i guess then the only person not consenting is him
1: weird but he thinks so technically
0: like he thinks they're not consenting but like it's clear he doesn't want to do this and he is the only one that doesn't consent so he thinks that he's raping these women when, in truth, he is the one being forced yeah, to have sex. Yeah, because
1: he doesn't mean to. It's just happening in his sleep.
0: <laughs> exactly. Also, uh, I was oddly transfixed on the pubes. A problem I, I, I have in my down. everyday life. His body pubes... is
1: completely hairless, except for. No,
0: no, no. That, that That's not what I wrote down, because that changes. That's not always true.
1: Oh, I sometimes
0: he has pubes sometimes he doesn't have pubes sometimes everyone has pubes sometimes they don't have pubes sometimes the pubes go around the vagina sometimes the pubes are only on the front of like the, the crotch yeah. above the vagina sometimes it really... it's really neat and trimmed sometimes oh. it's really bushy and shaggy sometimes it's light sometimes it's very dark Like, and everyone's down... pubes are brown
1: yeah I wrote down that like the anatomy is kind of off too because there's like one point where like the vagina was like too high up. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm like what? Not even remotely close there. And I have a feeling this was done by a cast of men. Like
0: oh, definitely. The only Th- this was exclusively men. It,
1: also. They changed around, like, where the positioning of, like, the parts were, and so, and just none of it was right.
0: And I couldn't, and, and like, the choreography of these sex scenes is just garbage. <laughs> I could not, like, get a good heart on from this. <laughs> I say that like I was watching it for pleasure. I wasn't. I was watching it because I do a dumb podcast with my friend.
1: Yeah, I had to watch it because I was told to, and I put it off till, like, 30 minutes before we started filming.
0: Yeah, but don't worry. Next episode is something we're both going to like.
1: the next episode is real porn.
0: The next episode is a trans woman balls deep in a twink. (laughs) Balls deep, ass to mouth, mouth to ass, ass to mouth again. Uh... To mouth ass. to ass, mouth to ass to titties, ass to ass, mouth to mouth, resuscitation, 69 ing, 96 ing,
1: ass to
0: ass resuscitation, <laughs> ass to ass resuscitation. We have it all, <laughs> and you'll see if you stick around to the end of the episode. No one is going to listen to this fucking episode,
1: yeah.
0: But, uh, like, and then, like, in the first sex scene, this dude he just puts fucking whipped cream on her pussy. Oh.
1: I and like this is, that i'm like no this is no. like whipped
0: cream that's like in the can of like shaving cream which i assume that's a japan thing
1: yeah
0: i just assume it's like, that's a japan dude, thing you
1: can't put food near there she's gonna have yeah. a nasty infection. Yeah, she's gonna
0: have a terrible infection like whipped cream on her pussy but that's an infection
1: especially, and, it's like, and no. then he's
0: licking it off he's no. licking it off meaning it's getting inside of her
1: I know, it's like, I'm watching that scene, and I'm just like, Like, dude, in like a week, this poor girl's going to want to die.
0: Even, like, real-life person porn that does that, they never put it, like, anywhere near the clitoris. They always go, like, onto the crotch, onto the pubes, which is a sexy place to have food, because it won't get in your vagina.
1: Yeah, it's not like, going to give you an infection.
0: Like on the nipples and like a cr- down her body, I understand. That's like a that's like a sensory mouthplay thing. Yeah. When was... you get to the vagina, that's when it gets bad.
1: <laughs> that was a terrible <laughs> scene.
0: This ho- this whole this whole cartoon segment is a terrible scene. Uh, then like they. So they end up, they finish fuck. He's like, I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping good. Then he wakes up and he's like, what? I fucked girls in my sleep. Then he has like a raging boner.
1: Like a (laughs) raging,
0: raging boner. Uh, Just an absolute hard on. And then, (laughs) like, the girl is, uh, the, the clumsy girl is like, not the clumsy girl the the lolly girl is like hey hey master wake up don't be lazy you need to go out of bed and she pulls off his sheets sees his boner and runs away <laughs> and she gets punished for that like the whole thing is like earlier in the episode she's like hey we should go pick herbs together and he's like yeah i'd love that let's do it every morning and so she tries to wake him up and he's like no i need to sleep because i'm embarrassed by my boner <laughs>
1: a beautiful scene it really is the height of anime history
0: and she's like is that his dick (laughs) but (laughs) they don't say dick
1: they always say they say dick oh yeah
0: they bleep out the word the japanese word for penis in pornography
1: but they don't bleep out when they said cock earlier
0: no, they don't. I'm assuming it's a euphemism thing. But then why not... You... It's probably a contextual thing. Honestly, because yeah, Japan I'm is guessing... such a t- contextual language.
1: Yeah, I'm guessing we just don't get it. Uh-huh.
0: this brings to another thing where, like... There's surprisingly little anal in this.
1: <laughs> Disappointing amount.
0: No, no, let me explain. The anuses are some of the best rendered parts of the bodies.
1: That's not saying much.
0: Whenever we see them from behind... Their anuses are, like, plump, prepared, ready to get fucked. Oh, my God. Like, this is an anus that has been through the ringer before. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is an anus that has seen some shit. Like, also, uh, this also brings up, they just randomly pull out, like, sex toys from nowhere.
1: It's like, ugh, shit, there's a word for that when, um...
0: It's Hammerspace.
1: Yes,
0: yes. They, they they pull sex toys out of Hammerspace, which I think is the way I would use Hammerspace, let's be honest. But so Fucking There's like one scene of anal in this, and it's when the the uh lolly girl is being punished. There's like maybe two maybe two shots of anal. But I really thought there was going to be way more anal in this. Maybe the second part is full of anal. Hi, plane.
1: (laughs) I live two miles from the airport.
0: That's today's running joke, kids.
1: It's every episode's running joke, kids, because I live two fucking miles from the airport. This never stops.
0: And then, like, just too many panning shots of looping animation. And then, like...
1: (sighs) There's a lot of reused animation.
0: Right before Lolly sucks his dick. Which that's like the last thing she does, is she sucks his dick. They end up 69ing. Yeah. But his dick is the size of her head.
1: (laughs) That's like a weird thing with this. Yeah. It's just
0: There's no proportions. Yeah, sometimes he has a dick the size of the Eiffel Tower. And then like the last shot is just like them like just he wakes up again and is like No, I fucked her. That's not good. And then like they pan out and like light, and then they pan outside where they're panning up. I think is, and then the and the panning on like the tree section is stuttering, (laughs) which I think might be an issue with the video compression that we got because like. That's true. We had to find this from a very, very poor third-party site. No one remembers this. They never released a DVD version. This is almost lost media. I could find one source for it. There's also an English dub that exists. Somewhere. Yes, and I think it's official. I'm not sure. I'm scared if it is, but it feels official just because of how poor it is and the fact that this was, like, early, like, American time for anime. So they were like, yeah, let's fuck it. it all up.
1: Yeah, just, eh.
0: So, uh, this was bad. Want to move on to the final thoughts? Okay. So let's just go in order of the shows that we watched. A Year Without a Santa Claus, whether for better or worse, is a perfect descriptor of American culture. It's timeless yet very timely to when it came out. It has so much meaning and so much selflessness in its walls, but it still has a lot left to do. It's a microcosm of everything that makes America great. And some of the things that make it terrible.
1: I mean, we did a lot of joking and a little bit of the nitpicking, but it was all in good fun. And there's just, it's a really cute movie. I love this movie. It's one of my favorite Christmas films. Yeah, the Heat Miser brothers are a snap.
0: I don't know a single person who hasn't seen it.
1: Yeah, even Jews it's like it. It's
0: just one of those things. I mean, well, a lot of Jewish people like a lot of Christmas things. Like
1: Christmas is kind of fun for everyone. It's really not a religious holiday anymore.
0: Yeah. Like Hanukkah was like there weren't very there isn't very much Hanukkah media.
1: Hey, there's 8 Crazy Nights.
0: Okay, there is there isn't very much good <laughs> Hanukkah there's media. There's
1: Rugrats.
0: Yeah, there is the Rugrats Hanukkah special, but
1: That's like it.
0: That's like the one thing that people know about is Rugrats and 8 Crazy Nights. There are some good Jewish holiday specials out there, but they're, like, buried a lot. But then um, I think for all of its faults and all of its greatness, I give A Year Without a Santa Claus, A Christmas Spirit, out of me.
1: I give this an Ignatius Bigel White out of uh, Jingle and Jingle.
0: That, that's, a, that's a very high
1: rating. <laughs> that's about as high as this goes.
0: And now the porn
1: hmm it was bad i did not like this very much it was not it
0: was not good very well done and it, it had a lot of sexual safety concerns
1: yeah it
0: had like a lot of anatomy problems which i think could also double up as sexual safety concerns if we're being completely honest here and overall it was it was, just yeah, not not there good.
1: Was, oh, th- there were so many like anatomy problems and continuity problems, and it was just...
0: the pacing was god awful. You couldn't
1: oh follow god,
0: any of the sex scenes because like writing or, like shooting a good sex scene is the same as shooting a good action scene. You need to know where you're going and where you're coming from, and you need to have that point of view or that point of reference clear at at, at any time.
1: Yeah,
0: you need to know the relation of the characters, how close they are to each other, things like that. And you just don't get any sense of scale and any sense of scope in these, which that's like the difference between a good sex scene and a bad sex scene. In addition, they do things like putting all of this is without, is without condoms, by the way, like coming inside without condoms, like fucking whipped cream just directly on her vagina that he then looks <laughs> into her vagina. It's terrible. And that if it doesn't create an infection, it's definitely going to smell like rotting milk.
1: Yeah. I mean, that could be a really serious infection, too, that could lead to, like... Because that can spread, and your organs are, like, a little bit up. Uh, That's gonna be a UTI.
0: In addition, there's no real pacing, and all the little bits of story that they do have is so, like, thrown to the wayside, despite it taking up literally half (laughs) of the film. I say film like it's a piece of art. I mean, it is a piece of art. It's just not good. And so... I think I give Maids in Dream, episode one of two, a sexual safety concern out of sex act. <laughs> I
1: give this a whipped cream out of vagina.
0: <laughs> a whipped cream out of vagina. Please, just take it out of there. Right <laughs> Please. now. Like, like, clean it immediately. You shouldn't douche your vagina usually, but this is one of those times where I think it might be
1: you should at. just go to the doctor. Yeah,
0: or just go straight to like the emergency room. Thank you for watching today's episode of the Animation Appreciation Club. If you would like to follow us outside of the podcast on Twitter, you can follow the podcast at any App Podcast. That's at A N I A P P P O D C A S T. You can also follow me, Natalie, at Selena That's at S E L E N O P H O B
1: I C S. You can follow me at Obviously Not Bree. Bree is spelled B R E um because Twitter shut down my last account obviously not for Bri, BRI because it claimed that I was under 8 or under 13 when I made the account despite that being utter bullshit Twitter has almost no support so I never got my account back despite doing nothing wrong
0: She's complained about this for every episode
1: Dude, I'm just going to keep saying it till I get my account back
0: Your account that has like negative 6 followers
1: Well the thing is it's like Every day for, like, two months, I was sending in, like, report things.
0: And they just Never didn't get back? Never got an
1: email back. Never That's once.
0: bullshit. Twitter is it, bullshit. Oh, yeah. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Selenophobia. That's at S-E-L-E-N-A-P-H-O-B-I-A.
1: I'm at obviously not Brie. Bree is spelled B-R-I-E there. Never had issues with Instagram.
0: Oh, Instagram's fine except for just morbidly selling your data, like Facebook, but with, but with prettier pictures. True. Except they use JPEG compression. Yeah. Which is terrible. But you
1: know what? That's their problem.
0: I mean, it's also our problem as photographers on Instagram.
1: Well, that's your problem. I don't really post on Instagram besides pictures of my cats. and like, I just tattoos post to make like, me yeah.
0: feel better as a woman.
1: Okay. So, like, on Instagram, you can see all, like, my my animal stockings
0: Christmas. So you need to follow Bri on Instagram and you need to follow me on Instagram so that I feel validated as a woman. Yeah. So uh, recently uh, in no- or at the end of November, a very special project came out. A project that holds our hearts in its hands. A project that revitalized a property that was dead then brought back to life due to the most wholesome and beautiful of meme culture. We're, of course, talking about Shrek Shrek Retold. Oh,
1: my God. It's so wonderful, and I love it.
0: And if you want to see Natalie and Brie gush gush about a movie for entirely too long, yes, it's going to be a full episode. We don't need two parts for this shit. So, until next time, I've been Natalie. I'm Brie. keep on watching.